Welcome to the very first episode of Love and Justice, a super serious Sailor Moon podcast. I'm Emma Fife, and this week I'm joined by my co-hosts, Lola Binkard and Kelby Lenormand, as we discuss the very first episode of Sailor Moon. All three of them, and the first manga act. Confused? The way this podcast works is each week we discuss an episode of the new series, Sailor Moon Crystal, which started airing back in July, and compare it with its previous incarnations. Because, for those of you who don't know, Sailor Moon is not a new thing. It's been around since the 90s. But if you've never seen an episode of Sailor Moon, that's cool too, because this is episode one of the podcast, and we're talking about episode slash act one of all the Sailor Moon things. So you can start now and still enjoy this podcast. So what are you waiting for? Get on this crazy Sailor Moon train and let's get on with the episode. tried to make these um, Sailor Moon cocktails. So basically, when Sailor Moon La Reconquista first opened, uh, they had drink specials, like, at the karaoke bars nearby. Ooh. Yeah, because the Sailor Moon musicals are a big deal there. But they were mocktails. They weren't cocktails. And a lot of them called for Blue Hawaii, which I think must be a different thing in Japan. So, Or they're just insane enough to have non-alcoholic Blue Curacao. Yeah, which is ridiculous Lame. to me. But So basically what I did was I just made Blue Hawaiis and added uh, uh, Blue Hawaiians, rather, and added other ingredients to it. So this is Wee! technically the uh, Sailor Jupiter cocktail, except that it's missing the key ingredient of whipped cream. <laughs> That's okay. And also the curacao we had was orange, not blue. So it's a little more yeah. Sailor Venus. Use the color. power of radio to <laughs> yes. imagine there's whipped cream and blue curacao. Yes, since this is an audio medium. The magic is in your mind. Yes. Ta-da. <laughs> uh, anyway, yay, this yay. is the first episode of Love and Justice. Our Good super, stuff. super serious Sailor Moon podcast. Uh, <laughs> so serious. So serious that we're drinking alcohol so while we record it. So serious that we're drinking alcohol while we record it. And uh, we are going to be discussing, uh, basically the, the format of the show is we're going to take a look at all of the Sailor Moon Crystal episodes and their corresponding past incarnations. So like the source material, which is the manga, the 92 anime, and of course, the best incarnation of Sailor Moon, which is Pretty Guardian. Uh, which is equal parts uh, Jap- uh, Japanese soap opera and Power Rangers yeah. with Sailor Moon like sprinkled on top of yeah, it. Yeah, there's a little bit of Sailor Moon. It's, it's so... Um, bananas in a very sweet way literally the only way you can be introduced to it is by someone going have you seen this thing yeah <laughs> sit yeah. down this is bananas <laughs> you need to watch this because I, I if i just told you about it you'd think i was making yeah. it up you're going to think i'm crazy i think i watched it when i was in college for the first time and literally what happened was like i was chatting with my friend kate martin uh who's a young adult author and a big sailor moon fan uh <laughs> on we were chatting on like aim like instant messenger and she uh was like dude have you seen pretty guardian sailor moon and i was like what's that <laughs> and uh thus thus began my foray yeah. into the weird weird world of soap opera slash power ranger <laughs> i think i found it on accident uh-huh. i think that maybe i was cruising for like sailor moon amvs which is like a big thing in my oh, in my yeah. high school oh, my middle yeah. school high school time of an, being an anime fan i was obsessed with like anime music videos oh oh where they just uh by put definition s- sample scenes and and play some horrible song that's gonna sound like 
garbage in about a year that's about like love yeah it would be well, like but it would be like the pop songs that were popular at the time exactly yeah. and, and then they would exactly. like, yeah. and then they just like redo them with like gundam wing footage guys, yeah. guys i've got these these characters i like i'm gonna put that tattoo song over it hey, to be fair some of the best amvs i ever saw were gundam wing but i was were they all like, set to the tattoo song and were no, they, all, they were not and, and were they all like vaguely having hints of shonen ism no actually the best one i saw was the one that they did to kryptonite by three doors down oh. and it was mostly it was mostly hero yui centric but i was probably looking wow. for sailor moon amv yeah. and then came across pretty guardian sailor moon and i i didn't watch the entire series because yeah. uh, i have no idea i didn't watch a lot of stuff on youtube when i was in middle school and high school for some yeah. reason like my youtube phase didn't happen until college <laughs> i don't think youtube happened until i was in college i am older than <laughs> all of you <laughs> I'm the baby. But uh, yeah, watched the first episode on YouTube and was just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> so yes, we definitely need to talk about Pretty Guardian and everyone who hasn't watched it needs to watch it. You need it to watch it. Because we can't make this it's, shit it's up. It's pretty super. You know, you really is, can't make it up. You can't make it up. It, <laughs> it is insane. Everything we say about it is, it actually happens yes. in the show. I and saw it for the first time at Emma's house. I walked in the door. She said, I'm watching a thing. Sit down. I'm going to start it over. <laughs> And uh, it's an episode that we will get to eventually. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, I'm saving all of my favorite comments for later. Yes, yes. And, um. and I was I was in. I was in <laughs> immediately. <laughs> all right. So uh, since this is our, our first episode, I don't want to get too much into our oh. sordid past. Oh, but yeah. uh, if we could just uh, all have a little moment and talk about your your early experiences with Sailor Moon and, and how you first got discovered it, got into it, etc. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I watched it, the first time I ever saw Sailor Moon, I was probably like seven or eight, and it would be on super, super early in the morning because Oklahoma cable networks are weird, mm-hmm. and um, I have no, I have no clue what channel it was even on, but it was, you know, the 90s one, and mm-hmm. it would be on super early in the morning, and so while I was waiting for my mom to take me to school... I would watch it. And of course, all the episodes were out of order, so I had no clue what was going on. But I was just like, oh, wow. Like, she turns into a thing. There's a talking cat. I'm so into this. And then it was, and then it was gone. It was just gone for no reason. Yeah, like, the they, network took it off. Yeah, they only, um, because of the, the super early, um, airtime which was across the nation that wasn't just in oklahoma oh good Uh, yeah across (laughs) because of the super early uh airtime and the poor marketing it didn't do very well when they initially aired it in the states right so when i was 13 it came back on cartoon network or i might have been 11 i was 11 and it was on toonami and i i was like like we had just gotten cartoon network like our cable provider uh didn't get cartoon network as like a regular channel until I was 11, and so one day I come home, and I turn on the TV, and it's like, oh, hey, we get Cartoon Network now. That's cool. Oh, my God, this is that show that I watched. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. So I was hooked right then. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> I had no idea what was going on, but I was in there, and then I just started doing all kinds of research on my own because, you know, it was the yeah. birth of the Internet. So oh, all yeah. Kinds of, all kinds of GeoCities and Angel <laughs> Fire websites that had some, all this some super moon. sweet tripod I, I remember uh, that, uh, locations. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Yeah. Lots and, of MIDI files. Oh, yeah. And, I was, was going to say, one of the first things I did when we got really fast Internet when I was, like, a sophomore or probably junior in high school 
um, was like download a bunch of Sailor Moon music because it used to take like hours to download one song and all of a sudden I could download yeah. a song in like a minute and it was magic. I would specifically go to Sailor Moon websites not because they had good content because I liked the music that played in the background nice. on certain pages. The MIDI file. And it, was the only, it was the only way I could hear the MIDI the, file that I the wanted. The really like twinkly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like it's it's coming out of like an electronic uh, music found, box or something. Yeah. You found some like uh, something at like grandma's closet yeah, they just happen yeah. to play a song you like amazing magnificent um mine was um ironically bored out of me trying to be a rebellious young woman um God, i moved you were such a rebel <laughs> i moved to uh I, I uh was living in a super small utah town and i decided really quickly oh there's like crazy goth and punk people here i'm gonna be like them um and i started hanging out with a girl who had long blonde hair her name was Lindsay nordgren and she changed my life forever by dragging me home one day uh, after school and sitting me down because uh, after school they would show episodes on, oh, was it UPN? I think it was. I, I feel was like thinking, everything I, gets dredged up from the universe, like a mystery science theater I discovered on UPN. Yeah. Um, so there was something else I, oh, God, I don't even know. Um, but she sat me down and it was the, you know, it was the, the one that we all discovered as Americans. It was the dub. It was mm-hmm. 92. Yeah. All the episodes were out of order. Uh, one day there would be twice as many Sailor Scouts. Some of them <laughs> looked old enough to have children. And I'd be like, oh, at the time. Oh, they're 14? What? <laughs> I, at the time, I thought anyone who could be really tall and drive a car must be like an adult character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I get that. They must so, be 21 or something. That's how I started watching it is it was um, the same people that I was around who were smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol and uh having the outrageous ability of not being mormon in a small town in utah yeah um they were also watching sailor moon and so very quickly i was Mm. like this is a rebellious deal this is yeah this is our thing and then it immediately went off the air and (laughs) i did not uh see it again until um a few years ago when i figured out how to start watching episodes of things online Mm -hmm. and rediscovered it uh for myself and uh yeah that's that's how i got into it it was Mm -hmm. a lot of the same people that uh teach you all the things your parents don't want you to know also introduced me to the girliest anime (laughs) that ever existed (laughs) in america (laughs) i i think i also i'm i'm convinced also that it was on upn i you know I was looking online about that. I believe that. it was Deke. Yeah, well, it was Deke that did Deke the dub, the which is which is like a Canadian-American yeah. company um, that eventually won a war um, with Toon Makers, who had been trying to do an American <laughs> hybrid of live action oh, and animated Sailor Moon. Yeah. <gasps> um, so basically, they ended up winning out from them and getting the rights to just dub uh, the original anime series, which had started Thank airing in God. Japan in 1992 and then came over here in 1995 was when it first started airing. And, and as I said, I'm pretty sure it was UPN, which I believe is a division of USA, which is what it says all over the internet. So, But I've had lots of people be like, I'm pretty sure I watched it on UPN. So I'm like, I don't think I'm it's, crazy. Yeah. Um, UPN was like the garage sale of um, American but, TV. But it sort was, of picked up random treasures. And it was <laughs> on super early in the morning. Like mm. I remember my first memories of watching Sailor Moon. Number one, I remember seeing the advertisements for the dolls that Mattel made, the like Sailor Moon Barbie dolls. Oh. Um, and they made ones that were like Barbie doll size. And then they made ones that were like kind of mini Barbie doll size. Like skipper size. Like, well, no, no, no. But like littler than that. Like they were miniatures. Oh, like but smaller they than skipper? But they weren't as little as like the Barbies you get as Happy Meal toys. 
Like, they, uh, <laughs> they were like, oh no, I know. Um, they you were like the about? little when Barbie had the little sister. The, but they, but they skipper. still looked like no, no, women. No, no, You're talking about Stacy, 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 the like, the like, you know, ten year old one. They were right. about that size, but they were like skinnier and smaller to scale. Okay. Um. So I remember seeing the ads for those, and then I, uh, there was a girl who I went to camp with. I was I I rode horses from the time I was five until I was like sixteen. Because that's what you do in Connecticut. Yeah, exactly. I'm from Connecticut. Equestrians <laughs> Just, are a thing. There. This is where me and Emma bond over our whiteness. <laughs> it's sort of like a a a. a a staple of being a young, uh, pasty white person exactly. in very white portions of the country are you just race around on horses a lot and it's totally normal. I mean, I knew people who rode horses too, but that's just because, like, my grandpa was a cowboy and he had race horses. So we could never ride them recreationally because we would all die. But, like, you know, horses were around. <laughs> but anyway, I, I went to horse camp and I remember this girl. <laughs> I did! I was at horse camp! Whatever! That is the whitest thing Whatever. I've ever heard of. Whatever. Please continue to make fun of me. It was fantastic. <laughs> okay. But I, so I was going to horse camp and this other girl that I was at camp with was talking to me about Sailor Moon. And I was like, oh, I've seen the advertisements for these. But <laughs> I am the kind of person that like, if someone talks to me about something that's cool and I think I should know about it and I don't know about it, I pretend that I do. <laughs> so like, I pretended that I knew all about Sailor Moon. I was like, yeah, totally. I'm so on board. And then because I was getting up so early to go to horse camp, I immediately started watching it every single morning religiously. Um... And thus, that oh, is wow. uh, that is where my uh, obsession began. And it then started I, I, with lies and deceit. It started with lies and deceit, and then I, I spread it to all of my neighbors. And oh, so you became, became like a dealer. Yeah, I was a Sailor Moon dealer. Got it. <laughs> I was gonna go with like a Typhoid Mary reference. I think yours is cooler. <laughs> well, Typhoid yours Mary. is cooler. It's, it's um, less infectious and more kind of badass. Totally yes. badass. And then, of course, the don't the, do drugs, though, kids. Don't. Yeah, We're not advocating. Don't do that. It, it did mysteriously go off the air, and then the real Sailor Moon obsession started when it started airing on Toonami when Thank I was you, about Toonami. thirteen or fourteen. Uh, and I remember watching the first episode. I I couldn't sleep. I had I had a little bit of insomnia as a kid, and I remember seeing the first one at like midnight when they were doing like the, the midnight run. The midnight run, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I watched the first episode, and I was like, oh, I forgot about this. I forgot Sailor Moon is so great. And then. When it was over, like, if we had had TiVo and recorded it, I would have watched it again immediately, oh, yeah. which is exactly what I did after I saw the first episode of Sailor Moon Crystal. I was like, I don't know what to do with myself. I just gotta watch it again. <laughs> so let's talk about Sailor Moon. Yeah, let's We're, do it. Uh, I, overall, I'm gonna try to avoid spoiling stuff about future episodes. Obviously, we're all coming into this with a knowledge of what happens in Sailor Moon because mm -hmm. we've either seen all of the old anime, or read all of the manga, or both. Yeah. Um, but we're going to try to keep it more or less spoiler-free in terms of um, later episodes. However, uh, in this one, I actually want to start specifically talking about a spoiler. I want to look at the uh, cold opens in the, mm. in, in the various incarnations of Sailor Moon. The old anime doesn't have one uh, in the original Japanese form. The new anime does have one. The manga doesn't have one. Obviously, you know, it's reading. You don't really get a cold open and then an intro. Uh, and then um, Sailor Moon, uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon also has a cold open. So the cold open in Sailor Moon Crystal is the planets. Oh, thank God. I didn't know what a cold open was. <laughs> I was just sitting here going, yes. I was trying to figure cold out why Kelby got so quiet. <laughs> I was freaking out because I was like, I don't know what that she, is. She was getting ready to pull an Emma. I was going to pull an Emma right now and be like, yeah, yeah those cold no opens, notice. man. <laughs> okay. 
I know what a cold okay, open cool. is now. Um, so yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about Sailor Moon Crystal because that is, you know, sort of the crux of all of yeah. this. Uh, it's so what's it, going down right it's now. It's what's going down right now, exactly. And so, it, you know, it starts off with her having this dream and we also see all of the planets of mm-hmm. the solar system. So. Which I got teary-eyed. Oh my gosh, because, I like, can't handle I love, it. Well, I love space. I get so overwhelmed I get by really, space. <laughs> like, I get really emotional about space yeah. in general. So the fact that it was like Sailor Moon and beautiful new art and then bam, oh, we're in space. I Amazing. was like, oh my god, it's so beautiful. It's like pretty much the best. Yeah, um, it's pretty good. But uh, the interesting thing to note is that though the original anime series, as it aired in Japan in 1992, doesn't have a cold open, the 95 deke dub of the anime that we first got here in the United States kind of does have a cold open. It has an intro. It's a very um kind of Star Wars-ian. Very Star Wars intro. Yeah, super Star Wars intro where basically... Uh, it starts with like Artemis, uh, who's the cat who awakens Minako, who's Sailor Venus, which mm. all happened, of course, before Sailor Moon. He has this like basically monologue <laughs> being like, back in the day, Princess Serena and yeah. the Guardians of the Moon in the Silver Millennium. In the Silver Millennium a and thousand he, years ago. And all this shit went down. <laughs> and then <laughs> they got sent to the future. Here's the thing. We don't actually find out about that until many episodes right. in. Right. So, bam! Spoilers, yeah. right? Spoiler. Right in the beginning. It, actually, as someone whose knowledge of Sailor Moon at all came from the dub, the minute that you told me that that is supposed to be a surprise, yeah, I started to argue with you, and then I just sat down and thought furiously for about <laughs> thirty seconds because I was going to tell you you were wrong, and then I realized that I had just assumed <laughs> we were supposed to know the whole no. time, and that it was. To be fair, that also comes from the fact that the dub names her Serena. Serena, they make it really, really yeah, but obvious. In the I dub. will say that yes, uh, that that floored me. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel <laughs> I mean, like I feel like it's not that surprising. No, it's not. I mean, it's fairly obvious, but it but like that is the they only didn't just time. lay it out for you. Yeah, they don't yeah. just lay it out for you. Right. They, I mean, they they introduce in in the first episode act what have you. The idea that, oh, there are all these Sailor Guardians and that they do have to find and protect the princess from the past. Right. But you don't see an actual footage of yeah. them all dying, except they didn't die. They, get, right. they get sent to another dimension. <laughs> bad, bad people get banished to the negaverse. Good people just get sent to other dimensions. Other dimensions. Yeah. Question mark? Always, so. That is always what they did on Dragon yeah. Ball Z. They're like, he's been sent to another dimension. Right, he didn't die. Like, he's fucking dead. Bitch, <laughs> bitch he, he did. Yeah, we need to collect the Dragon Balls to wish him back from that other dimension. No, he's, mean, dead. he's dead. You mean death? From death? What should what is dead should stay I, dead. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I just, uh, that's, uh, it's interesting to see yeah, that the, 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 the Americans, mm-hmm. they just were like, you know what kids can't handle? Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> kids don't like mysteries. That's why they hate we want We want the kids to know what's going on so they feel smarter than the characters on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, sadly, I did. <laughs> Well, mission accomplished. Yeah, I definitely did. Yes. Especially when everyone was, like, surprised that Serena ended up being the moon princess. Because oh, I was yeah. just like, first Come off. Come on, she's Sailor Moon. She's Sailor Moon. Number yeah. one. Number one. Also, all the flashbacks and dream sequences yeah. that, like, Darian was having where, like, the hair stuff. Come on, guys. Totally. No, the totally. Hair. Well, and that's, that's an interesting thing, actually, to note about the intro of Sailor Moon Crystal, which is in this incarnation, this is the first time 
we ever see Usagi having dreams of the past. Oh, yeah. In the manga, mm-hmm. and, well, sort of in the 90s anime, but it's pretty lame, only <laughs> Mamoru is having, like, the visions dreams. of the past. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and, and, of course, he is in in, uh, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon as well, but Sailor Moon Crystal is the first time where we see Usagi, like, having these flashback mm-hmm. dreams and we actually kind of see all the characters yeah having experiencing that yeah and yeah like, so this is familiar yeah or, yeah exactly uh but of course my favorite uh cold open of any of them <laughs> <laughs> your favorite anything everything, ever everything. <laughs> ever i love pretty guardian sailor oh, moon guys man. but in pretty guardian sailor moon uh we see a really unique cold open where we actually see a confrontation between tuxedo mask and Sailor V. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's he's robbing right. a jewelry store and she stops him. So she doesn't like She that. says, uh-uh, nope. <laughs> she actually she waves does, her finger yeah, at him. She does. And she does a really sweet cartwheel and like undoes the satchel that he's got all the jewels in and they just splay out and everywhere. she just looks at him like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> eat a dick. <laughs> and then Amazing she just takes gymnastics. off. Yeah. Um, so the funny thing is the only other time I've ever seen that particular intro uh one of my favorite things to do is uh look up ridiculous sailor moon things on youtube and i actually saw a fan film oh god yeah that attempted to recreate that particular opening except i'm pretty sure they filmed in an actual claire's um, i might have seen that and uh and also the setting weirdly was in um new york not in tokyo oh my god i know what this is and, i've seen it yeah and they lifted the music yeah directly from that scene i was like how is this not a massive copyright issue <laughs> oh man i didn't get all the way through that because yeah. it was too <laughs> you know, but i definitely know what you're talking about you know about. the woman who who made that film and i if you're listening i apologize if i <laughs> if i get your sister fired from her job at claire's you know that her sister was just a night manager at a claire's and she said just give me like 10 minutes 10 minutes i just need to film this one scene i need one scene for my sweet sailor moon thing and then i'm gonna be out of here just like tell him you had to like like lock up late or something um <laughs> uh, oh, so man. uh moving on to theme songs because that's what happens after cold opens so that's like, right yes yes <laughs> first the cold though. open and then the theme then the, then the song <laughs> yes now, do you do you really know that, or are you just pretending? No, that? I know that now. God, <laughs> just, just kidding. Out. Uh, Kelby's kind of like a soundtrack wizard. Like this is the one time she could like. Exactly. This is the one time that I know what I'm talking guys. about. Um, <laughs> if so, I stop saying things, it's because she hit me really hard. So uh, obviously, in the um, in the new Sailor Moon, we have the awesome Moon Pride, oh. yeah. which is which I, is uh, the music in Sailor Moon Crystal is by the people who do the music for Attack on Titan. The guy who plays uh, guitar for the Attack on Titan song and who also wrote that song was involved in creating the song Moon Pride and he okay. does also play guitar in it. Which nice. uh, yeah. I'm so glad. That's the one thing that I loved about all the 90s music that I'm glad they oh, took yeah, note yeah, yeah. of for, uh, for Crystal mm. is that like, you know what girls like? Electric guitars. Killer, <laughs> like, face-melting guitar electric guitar solos. So let's, yeah. let's, let's make that a thing. I think we can all argue that um, the, the American dub made many mistakes, but one of the things that they really did embrace was the idea that girls like sweet guitar riffs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the music, uh, and because soundtracks are my obsession, yeah. so I'll talk about them a lot, uh, the music in the Japanese version of mm. Sailor Moon, a lot of it is really, like, chilled and understated and also it is, kind, it of, is. Um, kind of elevator music yeah. yeah and that's that's one reason why i like the dubs so much is just because like they really went for the music in that they were like guitar solos everywhere yeah and really fun like 
you know, piano pieces. Yeah, and, totally. Yeah, so, no, it's true. Uh, they, they did actually completely redo the score for yeah. the original dub mm. of the show. Yeah. I mean, they kind of had to because they cut so much out. Yes, um, but, <laughs> very true. Uh, but no, mm-hmm. I, I overall do really, really like. Um, I like the soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack, the I do. I like it a lot. And I, yeah. I definitely agree. I think that uh, uh, Moon Pride as a song mm-hmm. um, takes the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. It's just a magnificent gift. It's a very like, it is. feminist it's, song. It's so pro female. We don't need a prince, and we're badass ladies. Yeah, and like that's the gist uh, of Moon. Yeah, Pride. and the the music video for it is so great. Uh, <laughs> like besides, there's a music video besides the intro. Oh yeah, straight girl. up. I'm a look at version. Uh, I'm a look at. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. Um, yeah, I gotta say, like, cause like I was a I was a big lover of Moonlight Densetsu, and like I love moon pride like i part of me was like oh i think they should just do moonlight densetsu again but i was like nope moon pride i am feeling it i tend to uh, when it comes to like songs that i enjoy i tend to be very hesitant when it comes to new theme songs i tend to sit back and sort of harumph (laughs) myself yeah and as soon as moon pride started i believe my response was to throw my hands in the air and go oh yeah Yeah, it's it's pretty good. amazing. Pretty uh, good. And then of course, uh, there's the wonderful uh, pretty guardian, pretty theme. guardian theme song, Sailor Dream. <laughs> it's so good. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. And it's like so they're 90s. and they're all singing it. But the funny thing is, it's that pretty guardian Sailor yeah. Moon was made in like 2003. Right, but you know the 90s, mm. the 90s, the 90s did they, stick they around. They stuck around for a while. <laughs> they they sure did linger. <laughs> But that's the one that gets stuck in my head the most. Really? Yeah. I think that one's the most catchy for me for some reason. I don't, I don't there's, know. There's, I'm going to be paraphrasing terribly because it's not directly in front of me and <laughs> I don't speak Japanese. There is, so, there is like a line in the Pretty Guardian one that is basically to the effect of like, as we go through our day, like, punching our way through all of our phones. <laughs> no, that's so true. That totally is true. <laughs> it's like the most Jean-Claude Van Damme of twinkly happy songs. It's literally like basically like as it's, we punch our way through all of these enemies, yeah, we're still super awesome friends. It makes <gasps> sort of, it makes a little more sense maybe than Moonlight Densetsu does, but like it's the most literal. Because <laughs> mm. it's like, oh, my body's covered in lame and charm. Well, I mean, sort of. Yeah, that's what your, <laughs> your Sailor it, Guardian it, outfits are like. It is accurate. It, mm. It's accurate. I don't know that we need to be that specific, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, okay, so watching the original um, Sailor Moon intro sequence with the song. Uh, I, what I wrote in my notes was, uh, masks? What's happening with these, all these masks? Yes. Wait, which, which series? The uh, in original. the original anime series. In the original um, anime yeah. series. Yeah. I believe my exact notes were, is her town a carnival? <laughs> I don't, oh man. But this is the thing. Okay, so I feel like they took a lot of the imagery for like the witches and the witch labyrinths in uh, Madoka Magica, like from the Sailor Moon, in, from mm. the original Sailor Moon intro. <laughs> like it's a little creepy how similar yeah. they are actually. And, and Lola pointed out, she's like, I'm pretty sure whoever created uh, Madoka was just like, here's the, here's the concept. It's Sailor Moon, but Luna is the actual devil. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Faustian Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of exactly what that is what it is yeah. I mean it's like you're selling your soul for it's magical kept, power it's Faustian Sailor if, yeah. if anyone who listens to this podcast has photoshop can you make a Puella Magi Madoka Magica poster that just <laughs> instead of that title just says Faustian Sailor, Sailor Moon, Moon. <laughs> I will love you forever that would be amazing <laughs> oh man okay so then uh, in all the versions it opens with Usagi waking up late for school so basically yes. 
as we learned from the very uh, explicit 95 anime dub intro, all of these characters, for the most part, uh, certainly all of the Sailor Guardians, they were like moon space princesses with magical mm-hmm. powers way, way, way in the past. Right. And they've been reincarnated in this time, time being the 90s, the, 90s, the <laughs> early 2000s. Sailor Moon, uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon does update a few things to yeah. go with the times. Uh, Sailor Moon Crystal hasn't really. Uh, because they're not all on their cell phones the whole right, time. Right, right. That's, mm-hmm. that's one thing I've noticed. So to yeah. me, Sailor Moon Crystal still feels like it's taking place in the 90s. Oh, interesting. Basically, you know, who used to be Princess Serenity, the Princess of the Moon, is now Usagi. She's a regular girl living yeah. in Tokyo. Uh, and in all versions, uh, she wakes up late for school. Yes. The opening scene in all incarnations is almost identical. Except for Pretty Guardian. Except Pretty Guardian. The only thing that's very, very different about that one is in all other incarnations, it's her sleeping and her mom like calls up to her like, Usagi, it's already eight. You need yeah. to get up and go to school. And she wakes up and she's like, why didn't you wake me up earlier? Uh, but in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, it's her brother, Shingo. Right. Which we really don't, in all the other incarnations, we don't meet her we brother meet until, until after in school. Yeah. 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 Shingo, who is always 100% oh. done with, with all of the crazy <laughs> women he has to share a house well, with. Well, and, and then continuing on, uh, so in all versions, we see her interacting with her mom, and, yeah. and we immediately establish that her mom is following the antics of Sailor V. Yes. Uh, who, that Sailor V's in the news, and that she's ex- fighting crime. Exactly, and, exactly. Yeah. She's stopping jewel thieves, is, right. is the thing that it's just happened. Thing. Exactly, yeah. and of course, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, we literally just saw that happen. <laughs> um, but uh, in once again, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, she is just as, like, distracted and all over the place as Usagi is. Yeah, so we see where she, like, gets it from. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So they've really created this foible in the character of Shingo. He has a moment of just absolute, like like internal monologue where this yeah. child actor deserves whatever the equivalent is to an <laughs> Emmy because he, he starts to walk out of a doorway his mom and his sister are staring at a TV and he just sags slightly <laughs> and then he turns and tells them I'm going to school you yeah. dum-dums bye <laughs> What are you doing? Pull yourselves <laughs> together, you hot messes. <laughs> it's I love Shingo He's so funny. much. I do have to say, one thing that I um, really noticed was uh, that we didn't, I think, see in the manga is the scene of her running down the stairs, which was in the old anime and is also in Sailor Moon Crystal. And I remember, because when we were watching it uh, the other night, we watched the old anime and then watched Sailor Moon Crystal. I mean, she was running down in her socks in the old anime, I was like, oh my god, she's gonna fall. But she didn't fall. And then in Sailor Moon Crystal, she did. Yeah. <laughs> and she and her mom's like, are you okay? She's like, no, I'm not okay. I'm just gonna crawl to school now. <laughs> so I, 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 I liked the scene where she fell down the stairs. I'm a horrible person. But I, thought was, I thought it was realistic. Another really interesting thing to know. Okay, so when Sailor Moon Crystal uh, first debuted back in July... There was all this hullabaloo over over Usagi being so skinny now and she doesn't care about food and blah, blah, blah. And that in the original anime, she was running out of the house and she had a piece of toast in her mouth. And in Sailor Moon Crystal, she didn't. In the original anime, she didn't. Yeah. Mm -mm. We just watched it last night. And in the manga, I don't think she did either. No, she didn't Like, so what's with the toast? I don't know. Like, did they add that in the American? I mean, it's been forever since I watched the No, no, they didn't because I I watched the redub recently. uh, Because a girl I went to high school with plays Sailor Mars in it. Right. And so I watched the redub. Right. And um, she doesn't have toast in her mouth. No. No, but is it it in the 90s? 
in the 95 dub. No, no, because I, I rewatched that on the internet, like, a few months ago. There's no toast. It I don't must, know where people it, are getting it this must, toast. I think that what they did was they took, like, a screenshot from a random other episode. And by the way, the toast was meant for comedic effect, not to be like, Usagi cares about nutrition. No, yeah. she doesn't. No, she doesn't. <laughs> they were trying to show that she's a mess. Yeah. That's why she falls down the stairs. That's right. why we see her, like, running around well, brushing her teeth trying to talk yeah, to her mom at the same time. And I know that there are plenty of other animes, like, mostly shoujo animes, where, yeah. like, the main character is, is running with toast in her mouth. Yeah. Even, even in, like, Neon Genesis Evangelion, I'm pretty sure Shinji runs out of the house with toast in his mouth. So it's just, like... Is the toast necessary? Yeah, <laughs> it's just for comedic effect. Yeah. It's to be like, this character the, does not yeah. have their life it's, together it's, enough it's, to eat breakfast at home. <laughs> it's, comedic, it's comedic shorthand for this person does not know what the fuck they're doing exactly. with their life. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so. Well, and then, the, yeah, and also Usagi being so skinny now, I feel like that's ridiculous because. It's a, it's a drawing. They were, well, it, yeah, one, it's a drawing, <laughs> but also, like, if you look at all the manga, everyone is really lanky and yeah. really slim. Yeah. And also in the 90s anime, she was drawn the way that everybody else was exactly. drawn. Like, well, Ami and Usagi, essentially the same size in the 90s absolutely. anime. Absolutely. And, and the thing, too, that's interesting to note is that um, Nako Takeuchi, who created Sailor Moon, who wrote the original manga, um, she was not all that involved with the first season of the, an- with the first anime series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and overall, she's like, I feel like it has more of a shonen tone, more <laughs> of a boy's anime yeah, tone. Yeah. Like, obviously it still appeals to girls, but it's more universal, whereas she had written the manga specifically for, for girls. teenage girls mm-hmm. and, and young women. And I can um, see, I can see that. Like, the art in the manga, because mm-hmm. I'm reading the manga for the first time, y'all. Yay! Uh, the manga the is best. very, it's very frou-frou. There's lots of, sho- yeah. uh, I like to call them shoujo bubbles. Yeah, and, and just sharp <laughs> angles. Yeah, lots and, of shoujo bubbles, lots of soft, yeah. soft lighting. And long, luxurious hair. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> really, really long Flowers hair. everywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, which, by the way, I love in Sailor Moon Crystal, yeah, but they all, all the get these. The rose intros, which is very which, um, for, um, reminiscent, which of is very Utana, very right? very revolutionary. Also, girl for Utena. any boys listening, like literally, that's what women see all the time we walk around. Yeah, like, we see roses every like, time we focus yeah. in on something. Like and shoujo bubbles. And there sparkles. are colors that people can see that that dogs yeah. can't see. Like women can see bubbles and feathers <laughs> and rose <laughs> okay. petals. I, I, that's just science. If I look yeah. at a boy I like, it's just. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> just so you guys know like that's a real thing yeah that's that's what we see all yeah, the time this so is little, not this is not invented that's for why women uh that's why women have like fender benders more than men do exactly <laughs> it's because there's just too many shoujo bubbles <laughs> we can't see where we're driving <laughs> i got a feather in my eye i crashed into a pole it's actually really problematic <laughs> uh well and then speaking of being problematic we have uh usagi's first encounter with Luna, which follows when she's oh, yes. running on her way to school. Okay, so in <laughs> sorry in the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal, she trips over Luna. Yes. She trips over her. Um, Luna well, starts, she's like, oh, you're so cute. Yeah. She kisses her face. Luna scratches her face, right. starts making a fuss. She realizes she wants her to take off the band-aid. Yeah. In the 90s version, she's going to school and a bunch of boys are picking That's on Luna. That's what I thought. Yeah, I was like, did I, is that from the old, like, toy the animation Little yeah. Mermaid? Or, like, was that yeah. in Sailor Moon? Yeah, it's in the, 90, in the 90s version of Sailor Moon. Like, Tiny, she looks over and all these midget boys. children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all these are... stupid boys are, like, picking on Luna. And right, she's, so like, she actually like, comes off. to her rescue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and she gets, she picks her up, she gets scratched, she takes off the band-aid, blah, blah, blah. Now, it's not as serious of a scratch though. She's no, just like a, she's yeah. just like bats everywhere. But it's in like, the manga, she like tears up. Yeah, her which face. she does in Sailor Moon Crystal too. Yeah, she yeah, like yeah. really goes to town on tears it. Tears up her face. Now, <laughs> the pretty guardian Sailor Moon. This is my so favorite. Good. This is my favorite. This fucking is thing. absolutely my favorite. This is my favorite <laughs> fucking thing ever. So 
in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, Luna is literally a plush. Yeah, she is a stuffed animal. She's a stuffed animal <laughs> with inner, with changeable eyes. Someone yep. from production went down to a store at the mall, <laughs> bought a Sailor Moon Luna toy, took the tags off, and was like, yeah, this is yeah, good. And then made different eyes to attach to her later. So in the Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon episode, when we first meet Luna, Sailor Moon is, Usagi is running to school because she's late. I kid you not. I shit you not, guys. Like, this is how it happens. A PA was crouched down out of frame somewhere and chucks this plushie at the actor's head and hits her in the face. I swear to God, that's the only way I can explain the way that it goes down. A PA had to have been, like, in the corner out of frame and just goes long and chucks a... A Luna plush at the actor's at head. At her face. It, oh my god, it's so fucking funny. It is, it is really exceptionally funny. But then the best part is, after she has her interaction with this stuffed animal, where she like looks up at the sky being like, where the fuck did this stuffed animal come from? The PA in the corner, yeah. obviously. She puts it down on a bridge and yes. then runs off to school because she's like, I don't have time to deal yeah. with this stuffed animal. I don't know what that means. But yeah. she thinks she doesn't have time. She goes running off to school and... Then the plush animal turns it into animates. a CGI cat. Oh, you guys, it's so realistic. <laughs> it's so it's bad. amazing. I mean, if oh. you thought the animatronics for Salem in Sabrina the Teenage Witch... They were Witch, a lot better they, than this. If they look ridiculous to you, go ahead and watch the first episode of Pretty <laughs> Guardian. Luna looks like a mid-90s screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, it's though. Absolutely true. <laughs> I will not deny that. Oh, my God. Oh God. So then um, <laughs> she gets to school. Yes. In uh, Sailor Moon Crystal, and, well, actually in Sailor Moon Crystal in the manga and in the original anime, we don't actually see her interact with her teacher right, right. away. It just immediately cuts to her being punished, being put out in the hallway. Yeah, standing outside. She's standing outside. She's like, man, I skipped breakfast, so I think I'm, I'm going to eat, eat my lunch, lunch now. Yum, yum, yum. Um, and then her teacher comes out in the hallway, Miss Haruna. Yep. Uh, who is a total babe in Sailor Moon Crystal, BT dub. <laughs> oh, what a babe. She is, she is a Abraham Lincoln. I know. Yeah, I mean, not that she wasn't pretty in like the original anime and stuff, but like they like really made her a lot softer. She's like like, a cute dress instead of like her severe suit. Like I was like, she's all fashionable "Mm, now. She got a facelift. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, and then and then in all versions of that, she um, whips out Usagi's test, being like, because she's like, you're eating your lunch right now. Um, and you're a horrible student. You're a horrible student. And this is why you get terrible grades. And of course she got a 30 on her English test. Um, (laughs) English is hard. (laughs) Yeah. Which is why they, they, uh, call her, her nickname, which they explain in the um, translation of the manga that I read, um, that they say Miss Haruda, which would be how they pronounce the word hard. Oh, yeah, Because English is hard. Yeah, that's right. I did yeah, read it. I, I read that. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a pun. Oh. It's a pun. It's a pun, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Now, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, we immediately start to see, uh, as experienced with Usagi's mom in the first place, and then when she shows up and meets her teacher, mm-hmm. that for some reason, all the adults in this universe are insane. Yeah. Yes. She is, like, massaging her face. Yeah, yeah. She's like, <sighs> oh, you're just so irresponsible. I'm gonna yeah. squish your face in front of your classmates. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then her her um, punishment comes later. She doesn't yeah, get she punished right away. She cleans the classroom by herself. Exactly. Yeah. She has to clean the classroom by herself later. But of course, Naru um, shows up comes to help her. Which her. I have to say that Naru in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon is.
is easily my favorite version of Naru. This the it, this version, uh, every other version when 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 Naru is around, and my American might start to show. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I call her Molly. <laughs> um, whenever she shows up before, I'm like, but you're okay, I guess. When the the other friends aren't around, yeah. this version, I kind of want to just sneak in there and just write something where Naru gets to be a Sailor Scout too. Yeah. <laughs> the actress is amazing. The she's character so she's is really adorable. cute. Yeah. Has she been in anything else? Because she looks really familiar. I, you know, I don't know. I, I have to say I'm not super was she familiar in, with Japanese was she cinema. Was in Battle but, Royale, possibly? Uh, she may have been in Battle oh, Royale. My she looks brain really brain uh, is going to explode Sailor Mars, if she's in Sailor Mars Royale. is in Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. <laughs> oh, snap. For real? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wow, man. Oh, yeah. She's totally in it. Um, <laughs> and interestingly enough, the character she plays is named Reiko. Yes! <laughs> um, I hope that the producers of Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift knew that. And I'm, they did it on purpose. Uh, I feel like they must have. I want them to have Come done on. it on purpose. Sailor Moon. Everyone knows Sailor Moon. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, but So, yeah. Her punishment comes later. We talked yeah. about it. I And I, I do really enjoy that, like, Naru shows up to help her. Mm-hmm. And in the... The thing that I find really, really interesting about... Sailor Moon, a uh, pretty guardian Sailor Moon versus all the other versions. She doesn't get a bad grade on her test in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. Oh, that's true. In Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, yeah, she's kind of a ditz. She's irresponsible. Yeah. But she's not bad at school. Right. And interestingly, like that's the one where she gets the harshest punishment. <laughs> it's like you were late to class. You got to clean the classroom by yourself. All the other ones it was like you were late and you got a 30 on your test. Go stand outside for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, uh, in, in Sailor Moon Crystal and in the manga, there's a scene afterwards where they're in the classroom and we meet, uh, Naru, her, and, her best friend, right, and, and Umino, who is absent from, um, Pretty Guardian Yeah, Sailor I was Moon. about to ask if he ever showed up later. He doesn't, But no. I don't think he does. Nope, uh, that's a character I'm very sad to see omitted from Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, because I feel like they could have had a lot of fun with that character. Yeah. I feel like whoever they cast... I would have just spent every episode going, I like that guy. <laughs> that guy's pretty great. As long as they gave them uh, ridiculously thick ridiculous glasses. Ridiculously thick glasses. I have to say, Pretty Guardian Umino, uh, I mean, not Pretty Guardian Umino, um, Sailor Moon Crystal Umino is just on I love him. point. I what? love He's such him. such a pain in the ass. Whoa, hold on. I just need to interject with this. Okay. The actress who played Naru on Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon played Ami in one of the musicals. <gasps> Oh, <laughs> she is the third longest running actress to play Sailor Mercury oh, in the musical. So cool. I love that. All right, we can continue. <laughs> oh man, I, I just love her even more than I already did. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, so the the scene in Sailor Moon Crystal and in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon are almost uh, in in uh, the sail- in Sailor Moon Crystal in the manga rather are almost exactly They're the pretty same. much identical. They're yeah. pretty much identical, where it's like, Umino's like, oh, I barely even studied for this test because <laughs> I was too busy playing video games. Here's I got my a 95. Eight. Yeah. And then Naru gets upset because she only got an 85 and she studied Shut really hard. Up. I know. <laughs> well, and, and that's exactly what it is. Like, in the manga especially, we see um, Usagi be like, but 85 is a really good grade. Right. And, yeah. I, and I like that when she introduces her, she's like, She's smart. Her family's wealthy. In um, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, her mom doesn't just own a jewelry store. She is a famous jewelry designer. Yeah, yeah. Which mm-hmm. I also she's like the Vera Wang. Of yeah, jewelry. exactly. She's we, like the Vera Wang of jewelry. <laughs> we sort of we sort of compared uh, um, across the board. Um, Osapi in the ninety two one is sort of like a Claire's. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and the later versions, it just becomes nicer and yeah. nicer and yeah, nicer. Yeah. It's like at least the level of like a Jared or yeah, like yeah. <laughs> a K. A K. <laughs> 
I believe I said something about how I've decided in this universe there are terrible, cheesy, like, ads kiss for begins with K kind of level commercials <laughs> about OSAP. Yes. I like the idea of that. Um, but one one thing that I, I do want to talk about that happened in the original anime, uh, the, the same scene more or less happens, but they're outside. And also this is the first time that in the old anime or in the manga or in Sailor Moon Crystal that Usagi herself is hearing about Sailor V because We've heard about Sailor B from her mom, but she hasn't talked to Usagi about her. Oh, right. And in the original anime, they're outside on the playground, like, chit-chatting about Sailor V. And Usagi does what I always do, where she totally pretends to know who Sailor (laughs) V is. And then she's like, who's that? What does she do? (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite things that, uh, and and you'll notice it uh, throughout episodes is that umino is like on the up and up on oh, everything on ev- literally everything so umino stalks like, everything in town yeah, yeah. he, he like he the like follows all down. of them on twitter yeah like. or something <laughs> but he is on the up and on like oh sailor v does this and then later on in other episodes he's like oh this crazy thing is happening yeah, yeah, right yeah. now it's like umino why do you know all I these know things this. Why do you know this? <laughs> what yeah. are you doing that's amazing um but an interesting um, sort of change that happens. So that scene happens in the classroom. And then in the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal, there's a subsequent scene where Naru and Usagi are outside with a couple other friends. Mm-hmm. And I feel that the other friends are much more unique, even though we see them less in the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal than they are in the original anime. In the original anime, they feel like stock filler characters. Yeah, yeah of course. But... We don't see them in the original anime. So you have this really weird scene of Naru being like, I totally get why someone would steal jewelry. I'm like, you own a jewelry yeah, store, Naru? Really, why that? would you say that? Why would you? That makes no that's, sense. This is like someone whose family owns a hamburger stand. You're like, man, I wish I could have a hamburger. Yeah, it would, no. it would be like one of the kids on Bob's Burgers. Yeah. yeah. Like, I totally get why someone would steal burgers. No. no. You are tired of burgers. <laughs> you are tired of jewelry. You would not say that. Exactly. So I thought that made absolutely no sense. Um, but in uh, in Sailor Moon, Crystal, and in the manga, they it's another friend that says that. Yeah. And then uh, Usagi's like, oh, Naru, your family owns a jewelry store. And Naru's like, yeah, we're having this amazing sale. Let's go. And then they all run off to the jewelry store. In Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, we have uh, a scene that happens before that that's kind of the equivalent of a scene that happens after that in um, Sailor Moon Crystal and in the manga, which is that Naru and Usagi go to the karaoke parlor. Oh, that's right. God, that scene was weird. Exactly. Originally, (laughs) in, in all previous incarnations, it had been an arcade. Yes. That was their, like, hangout right. slash hideout. Right. Um, Let's in, go check out the cute boy who runs the arcade. Blah, exactly. Blah, blah. Who, interestingly enough, we don't meet, uh, we don't meet Motoki in any of the uh, older screen versions of Sailor Moon. We don't meet him in this episode in the original anime, and we don't meet him in this episode of Pretty Guardian mm-hmm. Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. He shows up later. He doesn't later. show up till later. Uh, we do meet him in in the, in in the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal, but we'll we'll talk about that um, once we get to it. So yeah, they they go to the karaoke parlor, and this is where we are really seeing uh, Usagi's obsession uh, with Aino Minako, who of course in this world is an idol. And it, so uh, Aino Minako is the civilian identity of Sailor Venus. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, 
I was wondering if that was a coincidence or if oh, it no, was no, no, supposed no, no. to it's be. Her. Oh, okay. it's absolutely. It her. is supposed to be. Oh, her. it's totally okay. supposed to be her. Cool. Um, so in every other version of the Sailor Moon story, uh, Minako wants to be an idol. That is her dream. Right. In Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, she, she is, an idol. is an idol. Okay. Um, which I actually really like. I really, you know, she's very different from all the other versions of Minako, but I really like the well, um, Pretty Guardian. You know, it's Minako. really, it's really easy to have a hit single when uh, your song is the only song on the radio. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, which based on how often Say La V, which is of course a play on Sailor V because it's pronounced literally exactly the same yeah. in Japanese. Um, uh, yeah, it's it uh, plays, it's a plays a lot. It plays a lot. Say La V, not the Bewitched song. No, not no. the Bewitched song. Not now I'm, sl- now the I'm slightly song. disappointed. But that is a great song too. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm slightly disappointed. Um, I wanted them to play Say La V. So <laughs> I think an interesting thing to note is that because. Minako is so different and she is actually in Pretty Guardian an idol. Mm-hmm. Usagi has actually adopted some of old Minako's characteristics and we don't really see those characteristics in Sailor Moon so much because by the time we get to Sailor Moon and we meet Sailor Venus like she's she's had her soldier powers for a while. Mm-hmm. Um but when we first meet her in um Codename Sailor V which was actually the predecessor to Sailor Moon, she's a lot more like Sailor Moon. Okay. Uh, her personality is not quite as serious. Not that she's like super serious, except in mm-hmm. Pretty Guardians Sailor Moon, where right. she is super she's serious. Super serious. Um, Ultra serious. Um, but like, uh, the seriousness yeah. they gave to Rey in the 90s anime is like the yeah. seriousness that they mm-hmm. give to Minako in Pretty Guardians. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, however, uh, I feel like because of that, Usagi has actually adopted some of Minako's characteristics because young Minako, when we first meet her in uh codename Sailor V that's a manga by the way obsessed with idols like she like stalks idols which is exactly what we see Usagi do in Mm -hmm. Pretty Guardians now for the the (laughs) non-Japanophile will you give a brief summary of what an idol is they're basically a teenage pop star there you go (laughs) like that's the best way to understand like they're like Britney Spears okay in her heyday in the 90s there you go um yeah and they they do all kinds of like publicity appearances like they're they're singers but like they're singers third yeah they're more public figures than anything else (laughs) um that was for your benefit children exactly Mm -hmm. uh so yeah at at this point in the anime both versions of the anime and in uh the manga they go to osapi which is um the jewelry store the jewelry store exactly however in Uh, pretty guardian (laughs) oh yeah it's like a fashion show yeah so basically while they're at while (laughs) they're yeah yeah, Yeah. while they're at the karaoke parlor um naru says to usagi she's like hey uh oh my mom's actually having a fashion show of some of her pieces and she's prepping everything yeah they're prepping they're having rehearsal you want to go check it out so they they go check it out um because what better place to look at jewelry than the back row (laughs) of an auditorium (laughs) but like when they they get there the fashion show is not even going down it's like a dress rehearsal yeah it's a dress rehearsal yeah that's exactly what it is (laughs) but it doesn't even look like it doesn't even really look, I don't know. It it's just models holding their hands yes. as yeah, yeah. like this is where the it, ring will go. It definitely looks like a a con ballroom where a, <laughs> where a panel where a panel should be taking place. That's probably what it was. It probably was what it was. I probably yeah, filmed yeah. it all at a convention center. Yeah, like it, it looks like a convention that entire building, every part of that building it looks, looks like, like a convention, a convention center, center or possibly a children's hospital. Maybe. <laughs> it could be a children's hospital. Oh. <laughs> uh, 
pruning garden. Oh man, it's it's a special <laughs> special thing. So anyway, uh, yeah. So in in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon at this point, we've gotten to the convention hall where they're having this <laughs> jewelry show. In, it's not even well lit, no, you guys. It's not, it's, it's not even well no, lit. No, it's not even like it's dark in the audience and they have like no. just like just like one like source four like shining on the models. No. It's just like house lights. <laughs> what <laughs> kind of dress rehearsal is, is that? <laughs> Can you tell that all of us they, were theater people? They aren't even dressed. They're not even <laughs> They're dressed. They're in their street gear. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, so in um in the manga and in the original anime and in Sailor Moon Crystal, yeah. the scene's pretty similar, um, except that they have two more friends in, yeah, the, yeah. in the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal. Right. But they go there and there's like go. a crazy sale exactly. is happening and yeah. the mom is being like way over enthusiastic, which mm-hmm. Naru notices. Naru yes, is like, mom, mom's getting real into this crazy totally sale right is, now. Totally is. Yeah. And everyone's just going nuts. And exactly. She's like, I'll give you a discount on thing and things. Yeah. And it all more or less ends with Usagi being like, man, I did so bad on my test. I can't ask my parents to buy me right. anything. And I spent all my allowance. Yep. So she like slinks out of the store. Uh, and that is where she first has her first encounter right, with, with Mamaru. Uh, so she crumples up her test and she throws it. Uh, it's pretty much exactly the same in the old anime Sailor Moon Crystal and in the manga. And she throws it and she hits him in the face. Yes. So this is where we first meet uh, Chiba Mamaru. Yes. And, and uh, he, in the manga and Sailor Moon Crystal, is totally dressed like a Dracula. He's, I mean, he's wearing a tuxedo. Like. <laughs> but, he's, but he's got that weird little metal thing that it's, he's wearing. He's I mean, totally dressed like a Dracula. Really, it's very reminiscent I, of Dracula. I thought it was weird, but as I told Emma, most of what Japan does makes no sense to me. And if you told yeah. me, oh, people dress like that when they work at a, a soap store, I'd go, okay, all right, fair <laughs> enough. I Japan. think at some point in the manga, I mean, I'm going to be rereading the whole thing as we do this, but like, I feel like at some point in the manga, it is actually stated that like, to pay for school. Oh, he's a model. He's a model. Right. Yeah, so... I think it, it gets mentioned pretty early. It sort of makes sense. Yeah. Like he, he was like, this photo shoot was great. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep either, this tuxedo. Either way, either way, what he... That tuxedo is so much better than what he's wearing in the oh, original yeah. 90s anime. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the fashion in the 90s anime. I, oh, I believe... Especially, uh, especially Mamoru's Do you clothes. have notes? Please my, tell me about My notes. note said... Um, part, part of this was written <laughs> down. Part of this was me remembering what I meant to write down. Um, Mamaru in the 92 one dresses like a grandma who lives in Florida. <laughs> He's got like a weird teal like, jacket yeah, and, like, and it's khakis. got shoulder pads. It does have shoulder yeah. pads. Giant like visor sunglasses. But here's the interesting thing. When I was rereading the manga, those visor sunglasses are out of the manga directly. No. Yes. Those yes. weird like thick Ray-Bans. Yes. Like, Thank goodness cataracts. they updated them in, yes. uh, in Pretty Guardian in, uh, in Sailor Moon Crystal. Um, and, and she meets, uh, Mamoru, like, at the convention hall. Yeah, in Pretty Guardian. In Pretty Guardian, yeah. Sailor Moon. She's, she's sh- holding a dress, because she's, she's sneaking around being uh, creepy. Yeah, yeah. And she's looking <laughs> like she at, does. she's looking at one of the dresses, because why not have dresses at a jewelry fashion show? <laughs> <laughs> and she turns around and bumps into him. Yeah, while holding the dress up to herself. Yeah. And he immediately is, is a total But also, why is he his there? Way. He's I not don't know even, why he's, he's there. He's not even disguised as, like, a showrunner. He doesn't no, have a No, he, does, he doesn't have on he's a sparkly like, green jacket like the rest of like them do. He's just, like, strolling around the, the 
sent yeah. to her being like, I'm just a casual citizen. Yeah. I don't know how he got in there. I don't, like, know how he, I don't even know how he got in. But maybe maybe he was supposed to be one of the models. <laughs> maybe he was one of the models. Maybe they had a fancy watch for him. But I just, I love, I, one of my favorite scene though, uh, overall, my favorite Encou- or first encounter with Mamaru is Sailor Moon Crystal. Uh, Duh. Yeah. Uh, because despite the fact that he's walking around in a tuxedo, <laughs> that moment where they first meet each other and other people are like freaking out about it. They're like, no, nah, she's 14. He's a pedophile. I'm like, no, he's supposed to be a high school student. He's actually only supposed to be a few years older like than 16, her. 16, 17. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even though they all look like they're in their 20s at least. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, he... Uh, um, that first encounter that they have where they lock eyes and like they both have a moment of being like, I hate you, but why is my heart beating so fast? Why do I feel like I know you? <laughs> um, which I, I love, you know, I love yeah. some good foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody know what foreshadowing is? Foreshadowing. <laughs> but uh, I do enjoy uh, the Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon encounter as well. Um, number one, because uh, for some reason, Mamoru is very attractive. <laughs> like the, so I find the actor who plays him like good very good looking. Looking. Um, and, uh, but he's such a dick to her when uh, they first meet. Yes and no. Yes and no. I, I'm going to argue that like, he, yes, he's totally mean to her. But at the same time, like he also, before he like turns away from her in disgust, like he has this little smile and being like, she's kind of adorable. What? <laughs> but like, but like in Pretty Guardian, she like one of the models. That's how it happens. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. PA is like, oh shit, one of the models is missing, and so he runs out to go find her, and she turns around and looks, and then there's Mamaru, yeah. and she's, you're too fat and she's to be holding a model. the dress, yeah, and she's like, I'm not the model, and he's like, nobody, nobody would ever think, think you're, you're the model. Oh, like, what a dick! What a dick! But then she shoulder checks him. Yeah, that's true. I do like the shoulder check. Turns out tuxedo masks real power is sick burns. Which is <laughs> what great. What a sass master. <laughs> oh man so at this point in the manga we have not seen the bad guys at all no at this point in pretty guardian sailor moon in the old anime and in sailor moon crystal we get a little taste of the baddies yes. but it's all very different um in pretty guardian sailor moon we first see jedi in disguise <laughs> as one of the pas <laughs> little ricky <laughs> Oh, that's god. what we that's what we have called him. Oh god. Uh, little Ricky. Lola, do you want do you want to explain why uh, we call him Little well, Ricky? It is Lola's term of endearment. It is, it is. It is. And uh we have mentioned we aren't going to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. And it, I would say if you think it's a spoiler to let you know that there are going to be four people who are bad guys, then you're an idiot. <laughs> so basically, when these four people are all lined up at a future point uh in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon in their costumes, um, if you look at the lineup, there are three very tall people and there is a shorter person. <laughs> and I was full of a substance known as alcohol. Uh, and as this pan so across was happening, theme with us. I yeah. said out loud to me and Emma, what did little Ricky not have soccer practice that day? <laughs> it was canceled. <laughs> and it took on a life of its own. Uh, it's the idea that. One of these villains uh, is supposed to be at his regularly scheduled elementary school activities. <laughs> he looks mom, way younger than all the other ones. He looks way younger said, than the rest Take of them. Yeah, little Ricky with you to fight the forces of good today. Oh, man, mom. <laughs> Take him with you. Queen Come Beryl. on. He's so embarrassing. He looks up to you. <laughs> he only has a half cape. He'll get you. When you started, you had a half cape too, young man. 
Um, yeah, and so, now uh, every time we see him, it, no matter what it is, whether it's the anime or, yeah. or even the La, La Reconquista musical, he's Little, Little Ricky, Ricky. Little Ricky all Ricky. the time. Yep. Even though in all other versions, he's not he's the youngest. Not, yeah. He's not the shortest. He's not the youngest or the shortest, but, but that is Zoe Sight. Yeah. But, um, but, but he's Little Ricky but to he's, us forever he's Little now. Ricky to us in our hearts. So we see, um, we see Little Ricky, Little Ricky in his disguise. Mm-hmm. In, in Sailor Moon Crystal, we see uh, Little Ricky conjure a Yoma literally out of the ground. I which want is everyone something... to start calling him Little Ricky now. Is that a which thing is, that we can do? Which yep. is something that I love because uh, later on, this is, once again, vague spoiler, Nephrite like chastises him for being like, Meg, you create your Yoma out of earth. Literally. Oh yeah, that's in the manga. Yeah. yeah, so he yeah, so he like conjures a Yoma out of out of out the of ground, the dirt. which is super cool. Yeah. Um so in, in both of these versions thus as far a, as opposed to the other version where they're just sort of standing around. Okay, yeah. yeah, which is the old anime. So in both Pretty Guardian and in Sailor Moon Crystal, we see Jedi first. In the old anime, we meet Queen Beryl right, right away. away. And she is, for some reason, surrounded by minions <laughs> not like beedo beedo minions but like <laughs> evil fucking minions yeah, yeah here's the thing if you have all these minions just chilling you obviously have an army so like they go into like, the infinite distance take over the earth now take over the earth right now you have all the troops to do i it. know i yeah, yeah they no, tr- one one at a time <laughs> everyone one gets a fair a <laughs> everyone gets their fair <laughs> shot at taking over <laughs> the earth i'm not going to discuss it with I you just, again you the what the way it's set up you keep expecting one of her speeches to be followed by a pause and someone in the back going what <laughs> <laughs> that many people i can't hear you did you say earth (laughs) were what (laughs) smurf (laughs) (laughs) so yes we meet queen beryl right away and also the most manly and chauvinistic version of jedi that we ever see i hate 90s anime jedi so much he was not such a jerk in the original manga he's very pretty in pretty guardian in sailor moon crystal and he's a child in pretty guardian yeah. sailor moon so like, right. uh because uh, because i have so many versions running through my head because mm-hmm. i'm watching all of these simultaneously yeah in the american version mm-hmm. the american version blah, yeah whatever the 90s anime that's what, which one which whatever. one is jedi He's, he's the one with the, the short, short blonde, blonde hair. hair. Yeah, okay. he's the only one with short all right. hair. So short blonde hair yeah. all around. In he, every, he, in, actually, in he actually looks the most similar to his yeah. original character. He looks more similar to his original character in uh, in Pretty Guardian than any of the other ones okay. do. Yeah, short blonde hair is, is, Jedi. is his yeah. trademark. <laughs> yeah. Because they changed the name of Kunzite to, to Malachite, Malachite yeah. which confused me. Mm-hmm. For so long. It's very confusing. But it's Kunzite. <laughs> yes. Um, no, but Jedi's the one with the, the, the short, short blonde, blonde hair, hair, who is the first bad guy that we encounter. every single time. The first of the yeah. Shiteno, which roughly translates to um, the kings of heaven. Oh. Yeah, that's what it roughly translates to. I get really mad when people refer to them as generals, just like I get really mad about the term sailor scouts. Um, they are soldiers. They're so, it, it, Precisely. Um, I don't like the term scouts because I think it demeans them. Mm. Um, it makes them sound like Girl Scouts. 
Mm-hmm. That's true. I can see where that. Yeah, where that argument. I mean, I did, I don't like hate it, but like I personally don't use the term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not just so a little. I, I try not to sound like a snob, but like yeah. I don't. I just to me, I'm like no, no, no. But they're soldiers or guardians. Like they have powers. Yeah, I and like guardians. Is really important. I think I guardians, love guardians is the best. And and phrase. guardians is the term that that it has become common practice now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah. So little Ricky shows up. So little Ricky shows up, and and he's created this yoma that's you know infesting the jewelry store right. in some way or another. Right. Right. Um. In, always in, all in. in um, in all versions except Pretty Guardian, it has replaced Nara's, Nara's mom. mom. Um, but in Pretty Guardian, she's actually been possessed by right. it. It's all these creepy hands. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Which I feel like they could have saved a lot more money if they had just gone ahead and made a Power Rangers villain, uh, or just like make made up Naru's mom to be gross. I feel like right. they could have made, saved more made money. Her look, made her uh, look more like the Yoma that they called Morga in the original. Yeah, yeah. Um, anime. The the kicker is, and I'm very upset because no one does this outside of the manga. When I read the manga, I actually out loud in my car, because sitting in my car by myself reading manga because <laughs> I'm an adult. So cool. I out loud went, oh, Jesus. <laughs> because when um, Naru, in all of these versions, yeah. uh, comes across what she thinks is her mother, who is caught in a moment of pure evilness. Um, Creepy smile. Says something well, to the effect of, you know, what have you done with my mother? In the manga, the Yoma straight up tells this poor young child, your mother's dead in the basement. <laughs> now, you'll be glad to know that in the redub of the Amer- of the 90s anime, Did she say she's dead? It's in there. It is? Yeah. Oh, I gotta she, watch well, it. She doesn't, I don't think she says she's dead. She just goes, she's in the basement. And after I kill oh, you, yeah, I'm no. gonna go down there yeah, and kill no, you, too. No, I want to in the, That was in the retranslation. Was it? And oh, I yeah, just like it. Freaked me out. I just yeah. think it's funnier when, when, when she she's just she's, like, she's dead. And then there's like she's a little not panel. A there's a little panel in the manga there where like the mom is tied up. She's actually in the basement. Not dead. Not dead. She's dying of starvation, but she's not dead. But she's not dead. She's just real hungry. She's only mostly dead. Which is still partially alive. But anyway, um, so yeah, the uh, Yoma bit happens. Yeah, the Yoma bit happens. We see we see the Yoma happen, or we don't in the case of uh, the Guardian. source material, which oh. is the original um, the original manga, and also in Pretty Guardian, yeah. we don't see it happen. Um, but at this point in the anime and in the manga and in uh, Sailor Moon Crystal, she is making her way home, and she doesn't want to go home because she got Usagi, such a bad. Usagi is yeah, making her way home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she doesn't want to go home because she got such a bad score on her test. In all versions, she stops in front of the arcade. In the anime, she just looks, the old anime, she just looks at a poster of Sailor V and is like, man, it would be so great to be Sailor V. All right, I'm going to go home now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and then in uh, in Sailor Moon Crystal and in the manga, she goes into the arcade. Yeah, and she plays the Sailor V game. And she plays game. the Sailor V game. This is where we first meet uh, Furuhata Motoki. Or uh, Andrew. Um, Andrew. Who, uh, who... I, I really like the way she introduces him in uh, in Sailor Moon Crystal, where she's like, "This is a guy that works part time at the arcade. I've got my eye on him." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, because he's he's precious. <laughs> um, we have not met him yet in Pretty Guardian, but oh man, I can't wait till we do. <laughs> oh man. Uh, he he had a big character change. Yes, you're gonna hear all about all it. All about it. Um, so. She plays the Sailor V game. The two of them in Sailor Moon Crystal, it's really cute. They, like, kind of team up and do, yeah, it together. They do it together. And then in, in both the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal, Luna reappears. So right. we, we get a little more bonding between her and Luna before Luna just shows up at her house. Right. It's like, hey. Hey, what's up? What's up? Um, you have in, magical uh, powers. Exactly. And in, uh, in 
pretty guardian sailor moon she goes home actually the next scene we see is naru talking to her mom on the phone when her mom being like i think i'm gonna have to pull an all-nighter oh and yeah she's like, and naru's like oh okay, i'll make you, make you lunch yeah Yay. exactly exactly um and then we see her get possessed, possessed. by yeah, the yeah. um and then in uh in all other versions she has an encounter with her mom where she goes home and she has to yeah. admit that she got a 30 yeah, on her chest. because her mom ran into umino while yeah. she was out about <laughs> around town and umino, umino. was slapping his fucking nerd mouth <laughs> what a dick and he's like oh i only got a 95 on my test <laughs> adjust glasses he, yeah and he didn't like out Usagi, but like no, but he definitely Mom you know, knows the test is coming home. Right? Yeah, exactly. She didn't need to know about that test. She did not need to know about Keep that test. Keep your shit to yourself. Come on, Umino, get it together. God. Jesus um, Christ. Yeah, but she yeah, so basically she uh um has to show her mom her test where she got a yeah. 30, her mom kicks her out of the house. Uh, not, not like for like yeah not forever at all no, 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 no. The, just like gets mad at her and closes her eyes like, yeah it's like a home version of when she got to school and the teacher was like go stand in the hall it's a home version of like get out on the porch because i can't even look at you yeah right exa- exactly um and in uh in and then we meet shingo in all the other versions her yeah. brother um, for the first time yeah who incidentally uh um shingo is the actual name of nakutaki uchi's little brother Aww. and ikuko is her mother's name and That's kenji is her father's cute. name so she she named sailor moon's family after her own family Oh, um, but cute. in in the manga and in the original anime, which I'm glad they took out of Sailor Moon Crystal, because overall I feel that all the male characters in Sailor Moon Crystal are just slightly less of an asshole yes. than they are in every other version. Oh, they are much less douchey. Yeah. So like Shingo kicks her in the butt. Yeah. And it's like, you're stupid. You're stupid. I wish I had a smarter older sister. And then yeah. like storms into the house. Yeah, he yeah. literally calls her dumb Usagi. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, Fuck Usagi. yeah, exactly. Whereas I in, would beat in, that kid up. In, I uh, would. In Sailor Moon Crystal, he doesn't kick her. He does make a comment, being like, "I wish my older sister were smarter," but it's not. He's not quite as um, malicious as yeah. he is uh, in the other versions. Uh, and I do like that in Sailor Moon Crystal, they kept the moment between him and his mom, where oh, they're yeah. both covering their ears while Usagi is crying outside, yeah. being like. Uh, in in Sailor Moon Crystal, she's like, just be patient. It's gonna it's gonna pass. And uh, but in but once again, we see Shingo being malicious in the original manga, where he's like, she's gonna make all the neighbors mad. Like, yeah, yeah, he's a dick. He's, he's such a dick. a dick. I know. I'm glad that they made him less of a dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made everyone less of a dick, really. Um, though, though Mamoru in the in the manga is not too much of a dick, whereas in the old anime, he's he kind of just such a raid a he's asshole. really just like the local asshole. <laughs> he, like there is nothing nice about him no. until he almost dies. Yeah. yeah, for some reason, almost dying straightens him. That's up. it. I can't up imagine. until then, <laughs> he, he it's not like a love hate relationship. No. There is no love. No love. All hate. There is no love. Mm-hmm. If you saw the conversations happening between Usagi and Mamoru on the street, you'd walk up to Usagi and go, ma'am, is this man bothering you? <laughs> Do you need us to call the authorities? Yes. You need a police Should officer. this man be in jail? <laughs> it is not a loving relationship. Not in the slightest. Um, so then after that, uh, we saw in Pretty Guardian, Naru talking to her mom on the phone. Otherwise, it was Usagi revealing to her mom she did poorly on her test. And then we're in Usagi's bedroom. Um, it's in, nap time. in Exactly. In the manga and in, uh, in, in the original anime, actually, she's being like, man, my mom was so hard on me. I'm tired from crying. Yeah. I gotta 
just go to sleep. Take a in, nap. In, in, uh, in Sailor Moon Crystal is the only one where she's like, I'm going to take a nap. Where she's like, I didn't do any of the things I'm supposed to do, so now I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm just going to take a little nap, and then I'll get back to my homework. Yeah. Um, and in, uh, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, she's actually gone to bed for the night. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's supposed to be Friday. The jewelry show is the next day on Saturday. Right. Um, so then Luna appears. In all incarnations. In all incarnations. In in Pretty Guardian, she sort of a PA's hand just sort of shuffles <laughs> in with a hand puppet <laughs> and just hangs out. I don't even think that it's sophisticated enough to be a puppet. It's I just think a the guy. P, the PA is just holding that plush. Sweaty palming the butt end of a plush holding it in <laughs> view of camera. the camera. Yeah, yeah. That's even better. Oh, I, I'm man. pretty sure that they didn't even have multiple plushes. I think no, they I had think one plush the one. for the duration. Oh. Later, I think they get more because they really do away with the CGI because I think it was eating up all of their budget. But uh, <laughs> well, it just looks so great. How could you? How could you <laughs> yeah, not? Obviously, all that money spent on that high tech CGI. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. No. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh, the thing that's interesting to know is that in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, Luna shows up. She's like, nope, don't believe you. She, like, gets up and, like, sits at her little table and has a little chit-chat with um, a stuffed animal. Um, yep. And then is like, I get it. I'm dreaming. <laughs> and so then she goes and goes to sleep. She yeah. pieces the fuck out and goes to bed. And Luna doesn't, like, bother her. She's like, okay, here's this phone, like, this flip phone in case you ever want to contact which me. Is, which is so not a phone. It looks like those cheesy plastic phones that you would give to, like, small Right, that children. actually have, like, lip gloss and in them. Like, lip gloss or in it's filled yeah. with little inedible candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's exactly. one of those. That's absolutely just 100% like one of those. What It even has like. one of those, like not real mirrors on the inside where it's oh, like yeah. that weird reflective foil yeah. Yeah. on the inside. This, this phone is clearly a prop. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even try to make it look like a real phone. Um, but uh, in all the other versions, this is where she gets her transformation yeah. items. Um, in both uh, the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal, there's a great moment where Luna's like, it's your destiny to become Sailor Moon. And she just goes, good night. Yep. <laughs> Can't deal with this. She this is fake. She just nopes out. Yep. Nope. She totally nope, nopes nope, out. Nope. 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 Um, whereas in, uh, in uh, the original anime, I feel like she spends a lot more time. Like she doesn't nope out, but she like gets her transformation brooch a lot faster. And she spends a lot more time admiring herself in the yeah. mirror. <laughs> Ooh, it's pretty. Yeah, and I mean, in every version, she gets it. And the only one where she doesn't admire herself is in Pretty Guardian because she doesn't right. get it till later. She's not in front of a mirror to do right. so. Yeah, I noticed in Pretty Guardian, she gets way more accessories than in any other way incarnation. Way more like, accessories. It's like, bam, here's a phone. Hey, here's this transformation pen hey, that kind of looks like... Yeah. yeah, also this transformation uh, pen kind of looks like a vibrator. Yeah! I yeah. literally wrote that. I was like, is this a lipstick or a okay. pocket vibrator? Yeah, it looks like a pocket vibrator. <laughs> this is a sparkly little bullet for her pleasure. <laughs> and also, since it's next to like a necklace brooch situation, yeah. it looks like the chain is coming out of the transformation pen. So I'm like, is it a vibrator? Is it? Because it really could be. Like, it really that could might be, be where the remote control part of it is. Yeah, like, yeah. It looks like it could be a vibrator. Is this, is this before the, 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 the cordless vibrator game? Uh, oh, oh, man. man. Good um, Lord. I mean, but yeah, so. I mean, it's obviously not a vibrator. No, kids, it's not. It's but not. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if the prop it department was a repurposed. bought a vibrator and repurposed it. If they yeah. could put a women's razor in Phantom Menace and yeah. tell you it tests midichlorians, uh, what? they can convince you of goddamn anything. Oh, man. Look at 
the fuck up. I'm going to now. <laughs> it is a ladies oh, gel handle for a razor I had at home. What? They spray paint it silver. Look it I'm up. I'm so excited oh to look that up. Oh my god. Newsflash kids. That does not greatest. test me the chlorians that shaves your legs silky smooth. Oh shit. <laughs> um, That's the best. But uh in in uh, the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal, at this point, the brooch starts glowing. So it's like she basically has no choice but to transform yeah. into Sailor Moon. I feel like in the 90s anime, like, Luna just keeps talking to her and she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then Luna's like, you still don't believe me? Do this thing. Whereas, like, there's a sense of urgency yeah. in, in the manga and in Sailor well, Moon Crystal she where hears... she's like, what's happening? Right. Well, and she then she he- hears Naro's voice. She doesn't hear until she transforms. Oh, is that after she yeah, transforms? Yeah, it's after she transforms. Oh, okay. um, and, and, and it happens in the old anime, too. So basically, Luna's like, don't believe me? Say, moon prism power make up and you're going to transform into Sailor Moon. So and she's she like, does. all right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then in, exactly in the old anime, she's like, "All right, fine." And all the other ones, she's like, "What? Moon prison power makeup?" And then it happens. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I love the new transformation sequences, even uh, though it's a little weird that like they're three dimensional, but like it doesn't bother me. Oh, I still love it. Well, I love I that they. Love I love that they kept all the ribbons from the nineties oh, yeah, version because in the manga, in the manga, there's no like stage. yeah, it's just like glow. Boom. It's just boom. There she is. She's yeah. in the costume. So they definitely took the mm. 90s transformation yeah. and then upgraded it and Yay! it's still great it's and so it amazing. makes me excited it's and super amazing. bitching guitar solo uh, so good you're welcome so good mm-hmm. um but the thing that's that's um interesting is that in the manga when she first transforms she also has her goggles like sailor oh, yeah, v had. that's right she does have goggles and they're actually kind of important in the first act of the manga but yeah. we never end up seeing them again so in all of the old, in uh, in the old anime, in the manga, and in Sailor Moon Crystal, her little, like, jewels that are in her Odongo start... Her hair. Yeah, which are the little buns she has the on her head. The buns on her head, children. <laughs> um, they start glowing. And she hear it's like, it's like in Lois and Clark, The New Adventures My of Superman. My sailor senses are tingling. Yeah. No, 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 but like in... No, like Jimmy Olsen's watch. Yeah. yeah. No, in... But in Lois and Clark, New Adventures of Superman, like Superman, they, like, he'd be in the middle of a conversation as Clark Kent, and all of a sudden he'd hear... Superman, help me! <laughs> and that's exactly what happens. It's the only time it ever happens, yeah. ever in the whole series. Right. Um, and no matter what version you're looking at, uh, <laughs> so she hears Naru's voice, and she's like, "Oh no, Naru's in trouble. I have to help her." Yeah. Uh, in the manga, she in the sees manga, it in the goggles. Exactly. She takes her goggles off, and she can see it reflected in her goggles. Yeah. Um. So then she's like, "Off to the jewelry store." In Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, she um wakes up the next day. She has like a moment where you think. That she's gonna, um, you know, go fight or something. Because she's like, it's, she's very serious when she wakes up and all of a sudden she's like, I had such a good sleep. Mom, let's go shopping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, but ultimately she ends up going to the jewelry fashion show. At the, because con- at the convention at the slash convention center, children's hospital. Yeah. Because once again, she, you don't see it happen. Like her, her, her Odongo jewels don't start glowing. But she sensed that Naru was in danger. And right. she forgets her, her ticket that Naru was so kind of... Yeah. Enough. So she's trying to climb in through a window from a yeah. statue. Yeah. Yeah, and then she falls. And, and then, then Luna finds encounters her. encounters Luna, yeah. and she gets her, her vibrator necklace slash and her pocket wand. vibrator. Yeah. Exactly. She um. gets her pocket vibrator and becomes a woman. <laughs> and becomes a woman, a.k.a. Sailor Moon. No, but she transforms into the model first. She oh, gets, that's right. She gets that, that, that steely yeah. gray so, velvet yeah, dress so, so number. So here's, here's the thing. Um, so... 
pretty early in Sailor Moon, attempted to update some things. So in previous incarnations, which we'll see in the next act and episode where we first meet Sailor Mercury, she gets a pen that allows her to transform into other things. And she just gets to choose what it is. It's arbitrary. It doesn't. Yeah. In Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, she has to be in the presence of who she wants to transform into. Oh, yeah. Into. That's what the phone is for. It's and a phone. she takes a picture yeah. on her camera phone and becomes them. Which is obviously not a phone. Yeah. It's so obviously not an actual phone. So in, in this particular version, she takes a photo of one of the models so that she Which can... Which is totes creep, by the way, because it's through a window. But she and that model's even... getting ready. Yeah, I mean... I'm just pointing She's it out, doing man. what she has to do. She's got to save her best friend. I guess. By um, being a creeper. <laughs> Listen, if there's if there's anything Usagi is, it's, it's a, a creeper. creeper. She is a totes creeper in all incarnations. In all incarnations. So she, yeah, she takes a photo of this model, transforms into a model, and they let her right into the fashion show. Right. Um, in all the other versions, it's the middle of the night, and she goes to the jewelry store. Well, in the old anime... All of the women who were previously shopping at this jewelry store are still there. Yeah, they just they're never passed. Left. Yeah, they're past the fuck like, out. Like, I'm under the impression that they just were shopping for like 10 hours and so they just fell asleep. Like, if I were shopping for 10 hours, I'd probably just pass out. There's I'd a be, couch over there. Yeah, exactly. I'd probably be pretty tired. I know, yeah. and angry. Like, what, if you're in one store for so long. Um, <laughs> but in in uh, in the manga and in, in um, Sailor Moon Crystal all the girls have gone home. Like basically the yeah. Yoma ends up summoning them to come back to the jewelry store right. and you get this weird like zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Like she crazy, puts out like a zombie crazy ladies with bat signal type. Ex- a- a- exactly. Yeah. And so all it's these... very, it's very night of the living dead. It's very creepy. Very they all creepy. sort of block her into the jewelry store as opposed yeah. to her. Just, because if you think about how many people were in that jewelry store, I know. she would be stepping over bodies to get in. It's so true. true. It's and so then, true. Oh my God. There were people here. Yes. You stepped on them to get in. Oh, so, Sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, that uh, that that's a, a minor minor difference. Um, but ultimately, what what they all boil down to is a showdown between she and the Yoma, who mm-hmm. is has either replaced Naru's mom or has possessed Naru's, Naru's mom. mom. Um, and in uh, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, this is where we first see disguised little Ricky transform into actual Jedi aka actual little Ricky. Magic, <laughs> magical actual, actual magical little Ricky, little Ricky. <laughs> um so that's that's where we first see him and the thing that's funny in in um pretty guardian is that like in she doesn't fight a whole army of no, no, no. Girls. She just fights the Yoma. Yeah, she's just fighting the Which one Yoma. Which is okay, the Yoma in the pretty guardian thing is these computer generated giant hands yeah, there's three of them and they're like boogly 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 yeah and they're like transparent weird fake water hands with like brown it's, lights it's in. super I, weird I have a note. my actual note was ooey gooey ghost yoma <laughs> because it looks like an ooey gooey ghost it does look like made of hands yeah it does look like, like the ooey hands ghost you would hands. um you get in a vending machine and you throw them in a wall yes and stick. yes it's oh those. yeah it those hands those that's hands. exactly what it is that's exactly what it is oh, man, and guys. my favorite thing about her fighting that that version of the yoma is that she's doing all these weird like flips and dance moves and spins and like well it's so I, funny. I, it is funny but i also like that in pretty guardian sailor moon and to a certain extent in um the manga and in sailor moon crystal it, first of all pretty guardian sailor moon usagi is the least reluctant version of usagi it's true she she's wants, like she's, on board she's like it. i'm a superhero i'm gonna fight i have a job i need to do yeah. let's do it um and and she gets to that point oh. in the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal. And 
Luna, what I really love in in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon is she addresses the idea of the Sailor Senshi transformed versions of themselves being kind of like an avatar state that has memories of their past lives and already knows how to fight and use their magic. True. Uh, it's also really uh, important. I don't know how important, but it's worth it to state that uh, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, when Usagi is just Usagi, she's a regular like high school oh girl. yeah this is and true yeah she, she looks she like a regular japanese she girl she gets this cheap blonde wig i like the, her the blonde wig. <laughs> i mean it's it's yeah. better than the, the, the musical yeah. yeah none of the sailor scouts have colored hair in no their until they, don't. they transform yeah, yeah until they transform into the sailor yeah Shinji. which it's does make funny. it a slightly more believable that someone wouldn't put two that's together. true that's no <laughs> I, I, I i actually completely agree with that that's totally true um but in uh and we see this idea of the avatar state a little bit in the manga and and more so in sailor moon crystal just because they had they spent more time on luna glancing up at the moon mm-hmm. um, where basically the Yoma asks Sailor Moon who she is and she's like I am and then there's this great shot of like the moon in the sky beyond and it's like she gets possessed by it and knows Goes what to say speech. yeah mm-hmm. which, which the, is the speech that we all know and love yeah exactly which which I I just love I I yeah. love the idea of the um of the senshi being kind of like an avatar state pretty guardian Sailor Moon eventually takes it another step further yeah we'll get to that when we get to it yeah. um but uh, but in the original anime, good lord, that fight was painful for me. Because well, she's just running around and freaking she's out. She's just running around and freaking out. Whereas, like, she's like, I don't wanna. Whereas in Sailor Moon Crystal and in the manga, she's kind of more like, why me? Like, yeah. <laughs> fuck well, this, she, fuck everything. I guess I'll fight. Yeah. I won. Well, and she also gets the supersonic cry. Yeah, that's the, the only ma- time we in ever the manga see this in the too. Crystal. Yeah. yeah. In, the, in uh, the 90s anime, like, yes. that shit doesn't go down. Well, she cries. Yeah, she cries, but, but it's, it's not, not like supersonic. It doesn't shatter it's, windows. It doesn't it's shatter just windows. Really no, it's fucking just really annoying. Yeah. And I think I think her little jewels might glow a little, but it's it's certainly yeah. not as big a deal I, as it is in the in the manga. I and never in, in read that as a crystal. power when I was no, younger. No, no, no. I read it as she's just that obnoxious when she cries. Yeah. Like yeah. monsters from other universes are like, oh, gross. I'm gonna Ugh, go. I'm gonna run away. Yeah, yeah. Well, I actually <laughs> I actually do kind of think that in um in. Yeah, that in Sailor Moon Crystal and in the manga, like, there is this moment of being like, oh, I, I kind of did something effective. <laughs> and then, of course, Tuxedo Max shows up then. Right. Um, and we, in uh, Crystal and in the manga, we see him reflected in the glass that she has just broken that's all over the ground. Yes. And he's like, Sailor Moon, you've weakened her, now's your chance. Yeah. And she's like, huh? Mm-hmm. And she doesn't really see him at this point. No. She doesn't she see him. She just hears the voice. Yeah, he doesn't, it's interesting to point out, he doesn't rescue her. At all. Right. He just shows up and says some words of encouragement, which is what Tuxedo Mask mostly does. And sometimes yeah. he throws a rose and sometimes he doesn't. And sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So she, at that point, uses um, Moon Tiara action in the manga. Moon t- or they've Moon now, Tiara Boomerang. They've now, tra- they've now retranslated it as Boomerang. The, okay. the original translation was still, I believe, action. action. The, okay, the the manga itself has gone through a few different translations yeah. in the U.S. Um, in the first one, it was Moon Frisbee. What? what? Yeah, yeah, that strikes fear yeah. into That's the heart of college <laughs> freshmen terrified. everywhere. But I'm I'm, <laughs> in, I'm into Boomerang. Boomerang has certainly been what it was uh, that's got started in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. No, well, I mean, she gets it back. Exactly, obviously. it totally makes sense. It, comes back. it makes sense. It totally makes sense. Um, yeah, so she she defeats. 
to very, Yama. Very Xena maneuver. It's a very Xena maneuver. Well, it also turns into that Xena thing. Into a boomerang, but yep. we don't see that in this episode because in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, she hasn't met Tuxedo Mask at this point. She's fighting the Yoma, and this is a Nephrite style Yoma. This is not a Zo- this is not a Jedi style Yoma. So all of Jedi's Yoma are like individuals conjured from the earth. Nephrite and Zoisite have Yomas that are possessed versions of people, right? Which mm-hmm. in all brings, the other works, yeah, yeah, which brings about the need to have moon healing escalation because she doesn't want to kill the person, right? So she gets a so, motherfucking moon yeah. So she gets the so she gets the moon stick and moon healing escalation immediately, right away, yeah. immediately in, in the live action moon. Moon. Right. Yeah, I was when I was watching it, I was like, oh, okay, we're just getting right into moon healing escalation. <laughs> um, so the um, only prop that looks good in that entire show exactly and, is that wand, and that is when we meet um, Tuxedo Mask right after that because Jedi gets angry and he throws what looks like a, a, a crystal shard from that's used to heal the dark crystal at her he like hauls it at her mm-hmm. um and then tuxedo mask like jumps in and like deflects it with his cane i think yeah he doesn't he doesn't throw a rose <laughs> I know, he only throws no. roses in the 90s version yeah, which so i'm sorry i know it's the stupidest thing in the world but i really like, <laughs> I, like I like the throwing of the roses <laughs> i wouldn't Nerd. mind if he threw a rose at some point in crystal just I think it like would be an funny homage if he threw, like one just yeah one just rose. one just like one. like maybe it's the closest thing that he can grab like and it's in a it's throws. in a vase yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a, it's like a display in wherever they are that would be awesome he's like i have no choice i'm gonna grab this rose out of this vase <laughs> that's that's okay with me oh, i would like that um lot. yeah so so in all versions it ends up with her meeting tuxedo mask and uh she's smitten in pretty guardian and in the old anime she just stands there being like he's so cute <laughs> in the manga and in crystal she didn't really see him yeah so she's like who was that voice and so she goes running out after him and he's flying through the air because for some reason he can fly he can fly yeah. now he's got like amazing leaping powers I'm, it's the powers in the hat man it's like a it's, it's like, like a, a sexy frosty, sexy frosty the snowman, sexy yeah. frosty the snowman. <laughs> um so yeah so she she chases after tuxedo mask and and yes ultimately it ends up in this moment of being like oh man he's so hot but she does have a moment of being like this guy is so cool and mysterious and powerful and then she's like man he's hot i would <laughs> yeah I, I would do that yeah <laughs> which i have to say that when i watched the anime from the 90s and i attribute a lot of this to his personality more so than just how he was drawn like i was not super into tuxedo mask oh no no, no not at all and I, when i read the manga i was like he's so much more yeah, attractive i i fan <laughs> i fangirl way harder over tuxedo mask in the manga than i do I any know. other incarnation well and in crystal oh man i don't know what it is i'm like having like middle school feelings all he's over he's great <laughs> He's yeah, great in he's Crystal. He's super great. He's super great. I'm attracted um, to that animated, non-existent human being. Oh, yeah. We could um, try to find one. <laughs> <laughs> we could try to find a real one. What, like a, oh, a creep a in a mask one. who robs jewelry stores? <laughs> and occasionally throws roses. Oh, well, man. And, and, that is the, and that is the thing that I, I think is established better everywhere than it is in the old 90s anime. Yeah. That Tuxedo Mask is a jewel thief. 
Well, especially, I feel like, especially in Pretty Guardian. Especially in Pretty Guardian, because we like, literally see yeah, it in the beginning. Yeah, when we see him and he runs into Usagi right. and they have that thing, you know. Right. He's, like, being a creeper and looking in at the display room. Right. Like, the backstage display room well, and being like, oh, yeah, maybe it's here. Well, that's exactly why he was, like, snooping around Osa P in his tuxedo also yeah. was being mm-hmm. like, I wonder if it's here. <laughs> yeah. what, if the reason, what if the reason he was in that tuxedo is he was trying to look fancy enough to be there? <laughs> I'll never use believe it. me if I don't wear this suit. No one's going to think I can afford jewelry if I'm Unless not wearing I wear a tuxedo. tuxedo. <laughs> Cuz people who buy jewelry wear tuxedos, it's, right? Right? It's after 5. I'm not a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> tuxedos like like alcohol like it's appropriate to have one after five should i be uh, wearing a tuxedo right now i, I would I left, love i would love to take credit for that joke but it's from 30 rock <laughs> oh thank man. you 30 thank rock, you 30 rock. so good um so then um one one final thing i i want to address of course is the is the final scene but something that lola and i talked about yesterday is that given the nature of how everything goes down in pretty guardian sailor moon it's the only one where it's like kind of believable that like naru could be like oh i think it was a dream yes every every other situation involves a pile of people in a ruined jewelry store exactly waking up covered in glass and being like must have dreamed it (laughs) um the only one where naru um conceivably could believably think it was a dream is because after uh she discovers her mom uh, who is not her mother and yeah. runs into little Ricky in disguise. She wakes up sitting at a chair in one of the dressing room areas. Yeah, she's not like laying amongst a bunch of bodies that are covered in broken glass, like you said. She's just by herself and she's like, whoa. Though it's, whoa. Though it's funny because I think that, you know, though they address the idea that Naru is supposed to be smart in both the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal. I can't say she's very smart in the old anime, but that's, she's not, she's that's a another newsie. thing. That's another thing. Um, but in uh, but in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, I think she's portrayed as being really smart. I mean, she catches on right away that that is not her mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When she shows up and her mom is like, who are you? She's like, yeah. whoa. Oh, and then yeah. she's like, oh, so what did I bring you? Yeah. Tell, me, was... tell me what's in the bag, well, because, mom. Because yeah. here we have this teenage girl who has no knowledge of the fact that there are Yoma or the Dark Kingdom or anything's going down in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, and she immediately has this sense of being like this woman who looks and talks exactly like my mom is not my mother. Mm-hmm. So mad props to uh, Pretty Guardian Naru. Yeah. I, I love her for so many reasons. Um, but yeah, so so the next scene is, is Naru explaining to everybody what happened to her. She's like, I think it was a dream. And we always see Usagi being like, oh, man guess that was real um in the old anime she's like falling asleep at her desk which i do yeah. like i think that's i think that's a funny well, yeah, well i mean because she was supposed to have been up all night yeah, if yeah. you're crime fighting all night you are not gonna be up in the you morning. are gonna be wiped out like even peter parker falls asleep oh during yeah school because exactly he's been out being it, exactly all night. exactly so i i actually do really like that moment from um the old 90s anime yeah uh and in the end of pretty guardian sailor moon once again we see this is the least reluctant version of usagi she's like i guess i am a sailor soldier and <sighs> I feel kind of excited. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I which I like. Um, it's also interesting to note that, and you see this across Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, um, most of their fights like take place on a rooftop in the daytime. 
it's uh, daytime rooftops or auditoriums. Yeah, or like occasionally the woods. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, they end up, if you take a wrong turn. You're in a in forest. It, I, I Apparently Tokyo is just Tokyo. full of random you can forests. Be in, you can be in a sharper image <laughs> and you can go looking for a bathroom, open an employee door, and you are in a forest. <laughs> Did well, you travel through time, sharper image? Well, I mean, it's kind of like in Power Rangers. I don't know. In Power Rangers in Angel, oh. in Angel Grove, like yeah. all the Zoras are located in a desert. I know. Where all the fighting takes place in like a foresty city. I know, city. I know. It's like, it's like a st- <laughs> guys, I promise you my Zord is on its way. Like if we could just chill for a second. <laughs> Apparently there's a lot of traffic on the 91. Listen, my Zord's not going to get here Listen, for my Zord minutes. took the 405. It was a mistake. Oh, <laughs> but, like, but like the Zords start out in the desert and then like all the fighting know, takes place in a, in a city. But it is the city with the most foliage, foliage I've ever seen because there are lots of trees it's in this very city. Let's get, city. Let's get real. It's, it's a miniature model of a city. Well, that of course it, well I mean, of course it well, is. Well, what? I'm you sorry. mean it's not real world? Uh, a real monster in what? a real fucking city I'm sorry. with sorry, Guys, I'm sorry to ruin all your childhood God dreams. God damn it. <laughs> I quit this show. Oh, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to quit the show right now. <laughs> Which show is that? Power Rangers or, or this podcast? All of this them. podcast. <laughs> Little did you know, Kelby had a a, a long, rich history on Power Rangers. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, final thoughts on the introduction of Usagi, who ultimately becomes Sailor Moon. Uh, You know, every I mean, across the board, it's pretty much the same. Yeah, it's it's not this one's not very different. It's not that different all around. I mean, it's the most different in Pretty Guardian, but you know they're li- you know they're limited because they're live action. Yeah, so they're, a- they're a- absolutely. Like change. I mean, they couldn't get a real cat. No, that wasn't I the mean, budget. of course not. Get all those get all those fan films. All those fan films got real cats. Uh, yeah. Um. I mean. I love Sailor Moon, but for me, uh, it's all just a countdown until the Outer Scouts. Come <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a while. I know I got a long. Wait. I got a long time, but you know what? I will wait because <laughs> I am that dedicated. Yes. I think um, the 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 sum up that I can can bring to this is that it doesn't matter how cool you are, how much crime you fight. Uh, pleated khakis are never gonna be cool. <laughs> And it's even worse oh. when you throw roses. Oh, God. And wear visor sunglasses like I wear to drive because I can't drive without my regular glasses on and I'm too cheap to buy prescription sunglasses. <laughs> Those are grandma sunglasses. They're totally grandma sunglasses. Please judge me. Um, oh, I am. Uh, I think that my final conclusion is that uh, there are things that are... I like the best about each of them. There's there's not a single incarnation of this particular story where I'm like, across the board, absolutely, this one is my favorite. I mean, overall, eh, I think it's Sailor Moon Crystal. Um, just because they have a little more time than they have in the first act of the manga, so I feel like they get to develop a little more. We see more of a, a significance in the first meeting of Usagi and Mamoru, and um, transformation sequences are not in the manga and they're awesome. <laughs> I love that. I don't care if they're stock footage. They're amazing and I watch them every time. I do. Um, and I cry. They're so good. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, but there, there are a lot of things that I, I like about each of them. Um, and it's just, it's, it's a tale as old as time. You know, this is a, this is a classic origin story performed very, very well over and over again, executed differently, but very much in the same spirit, no matter how you see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, that is uh, going to wrap up the first episode of the Love and Justice. <gasps> 
does podcast. This make, does that make this our origin story? That makes Whoa. this our origin story. Oh, where's my skirt? <laughs> I'm sorry, I demand my skirt. Listen, I demand I'm, a piece of toast. I want a transformation pen <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't look like a vibrator. Yeah, that doesn't look like a vibrator, and also a stuffed cat. So that is the end of this episode. We have. Many more episodes to come. Mm-hmm. Whether you like it or not. Exactly. You can follow us each uh, individually on Twitter. Uh, I am at Emma Fife. Kelby is at Real Feminerdity. Yeah, because Feminerdity.com. I sent you a message. That's my shit. <laughs> Feud. Because uh, when I started my Tumblr, because I'm on the tumbles. <laughs> but when I started my Tumblr, I started that shit a year before your site even got up and running because I checked your archives, okay? <laughs> Did. So, yeah, I'm the real femininity. Give it back. F-E-M-I-N-E-R-D-I-T-Y. Made up that word. Thank you. It's mine. And then Lola is at Unwinona because she bears a striking resemblance to Winona Ryder. But she is not indeed Winona Ryder. She's not, contrary to popular belief. In fact... Why not a writer? So full disclosure, guys, we recorded this podcast before I had actually created any of the social media profiles for it. So rather than confusing you with the ones I made up when we recorded, I'm just going to tell you the right ones right now. We're basically love and justice pod everywhere except Twitter where that's too long for a Twitter handle. So we're LNJ pod. That's L is in love N is in Nancy J as in justice. It's a throwback to ninth grade when my English class was reading Romeo and Juliet, and we used to abbreviate it on the chalkboard as RNJ because the and symbol took too long to write. Also, you can't use symbols in your Twitter handles. Figured that out when I was creating this one. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. Bye.